What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock
welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, it is now time for something I didn't plan on doing so quickly after the last one, much like I did with the mental health record, yet another 40th anniversary crept up on me and I was like well damn man I did the one for mental health I gotta do one for this one as I prepare to bring you the all-encompassing big 1973 super spectacular 1983 keeps happening to me but I promise I'm hard at work on the 73 shows it's just that these things hey you gotta stop down sometimes take a little breather and do something else walk away from it. You know how it is with projects. But yes, man, the other day on the 23rd of March here, it was the 40th anniversary of the release of the needle-moving, iconic, paradigm-shifting, whatever you want to call it, big, big, big event record, Eliminator by ZZ Top. It's turned 40 now, so I think that's a proper use of time to pay some tribute to this great, great album. And kind of in the same format that I did with the Metal Health record, we are going to retract this whole album, as you can tell. But doing it a little bit differently than Metal Health, we're going to sprinkle it with a bunch of other weird stuff whilst still retracking most of Eliminator. Unfortunately, the song Bad Girl is the odd girl out, as well as Thug being the odd thug out. We will not be representing those songs here on this particular episode because unfortunately there's not anything really quote-unquote fun to do with them other than just to play the original versions. So in lieu of that, I'm going to have a little bonus track here at the end of the show. But we are going to go through the album in chronological order, top to bottom, whatever you want to call it, and have some fun here. As you could tell, we kicked off the show with a live version of the opening track of Eliminator. That was Give Me All Your Lovin'. And that version was taken from the Tonight at Midnight live greatest hits from around the world. Released there by ZZ Top. That's a mouthful. Yes, I believe that recording actually is from Houston, Texas. So it's apropos that we start in the town that ZZ Top claims. They In the early days, they went back and forth from Houston to Dallas. So we take a lot of ownership over them down here in the Dallas area as well. But they're Texas boys. They're that little old band from Texas. So we love them no matter what. And yes, we take Eliminator very seriously around these parts. Matter of fact, you are not allowed to be a citizen of Texas if you do not own Eliminator on at least one format. One format's all you need. That'll get you in. We're not too terrible about it. But yeah, just in case I have happened to own Eliminator on every possible format in its lifetime, you know, for the most part. I've had it on LP, of course, a couple of times, CD, a couple of times, original and the deluxe edition version. We'll talk about that later. On cassette, of course, you got to have one for the car. So yeah, and it's on my digital iTunes library. So I have it quite a few times and that just in case factor. Of course, the iconic album cover with that coupe on the cover. It's apparently, to this day, you can still go see that actual car, which is on loan from Billy Gibbons at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum. And they say that that exhibit gets the most traffic out of anything at all. More people want to take a picture of that car or with that car than anything else. I think I actually have a photo of me as a kid with that car. I'm going to dig it up, hopefully, have it ready for this episode. But 
Yes, we are retracking Eliminator. So for these next two songs, we are going to do a twofer right here. And it, I'm doing a little bit of a cheat. It happens to be from the same exact release. But I felt the need to pull these two out of the depths of a horrible, really underperforming tribute album right here and paste them onto a better body of work with this episode right here. Yes. So these next two tracks are going to come from the tribute album ZZ Top, a tribute from Friends. We are going to start things off on this twofer in a very, very proper way with one of my favorite cover songs of all time right now. Here is Duff McKagan's Loaded with a scorching version of Got Me Under Pressure. Turn it up.
about a sharp dressed man. I'm recording this episode on the 27th of March, and yesterday on the 26th, big banner day for some birthdays right here. So, most importantly, it was my best friend and brother Chris. It was his birthday yesterday, so here's an on-air happy birthday to you, sir. See you soon. Hope you had a great day. Hope you're enjoying this episode. And you also share a birthday with one of the great frontmen of all time, Mr. Steven Tyler. Did you know that? Did you know you share a birthday with Steven Tyler, Chris? Because there's a lot of awesome people that you share a birthday with. I do not, however. I don't have any cool people, really, honestly, that I share a birthday with. But that's okay. I could be the coolest guy on that list. But yes, 
We started off this twofer with Got Me Under Pressure, great version there from Duff McKagan's Loaded, off of ZZ Top, a tribute from Friends, and also on same album was a band, a one-time only band, called The Mob, which consists of, of course, yes, the great belated birthday boy Steven Tyler right there, and he's joined by Johnny Lang on lead guitar, Brett Tuggle from the David Lee Roth band, the original David Lee Roth solo band right there. Brett's a keyboard player, and he played on the Skyscraper and a Little Ain't Enough album. And I know he did those tours as well. So yes, that's a big name for me right there. And rounding out the band, one of the great rhythm sections ever, John McVie and Mick Fleetwood, the originals there of Fleetwood Mac, doing a really fun version of Sharp Dressed Man right there. Those two songs definitely stick out on a pretty bad tribute album honestly i think there's only like one or two other things i like on that tribute album if you're gonna cherry pick off it definitely check out the fun version of mastodon doing just got paid and actually looking over the track listing that's about it those three songs that's all you need off of that record it's not very good so we're definitely going to say avoid at all cost cherry pick get those three okay now here's an interesting segue johnny lang played lead guitar on that last song Now we're going to move over to a record that Johnny actually makes an appearance on, but he doesn't appear on this track. I just think it's interesting that he actually had a guest spot on the next album we'll be pulling from. So, yeah, what are the odds, right? So the next track on the album is a great, great album track called I Need You Tonight. And I'm lucky enough to have actually heard that song live a handful of times, and it always kills for me. And I can tell that Billy Gibbons really loves playing that song. He just shines on it, so... Yeah, this album that Mr. Johnny Lang has appeared on is a, I believe it's an all-covers album by great bluesman Buddy Guy, which if you can get someone like a Buddy Guy covering your stuff, you know, you know you're doing well right there. So I Need You Tonight, a true bluesy type song, and it fits very well in his hands. I don't like this cover version as much as the original because that one's hard to beat, but this one's really damn good. So I'd still recommend tracking this one down. This version comes off of a record by Buddies called Heavy Love. It's from the late 90s. Got some other fun stuff on there. Like I said, Johnny Lang appears on the Midnight Train song. There's a fun version of Saturday Night Fish Fry, the old Louis Jordan song. He does I Just Want to Make Love to You. Everybody knows that song. So yeah, it's a, it's a cool little blues cover album, so go check it out. Here's a song from it, like I said, right here. Next song on Eliminator. Done by Mr. Buddy Guy. This is I Need You Tonight.
Ah, yes, there you have it right there. The man with the polka dot guitar. The man that a lot of us of a certain age first discovered him via the movie Adventures in Babysitting. But yes, that was Buddy Guy with I Need You Tonight from the album Heavy Love. Hope you enjoyed that. And when you're ZZ Top in 1983 and you're having the moment like you're having with this monster album Eliminator, you play pretty much everywhere you can you play everywhere where there's electricity because everybody wants to see you as somebody famously put that once so you're playing a lot of the coliseums that you played when you were already packing arenas back in the 70s but you're also playing stadiums and you're also playing places like the historical iconic castle donnington at the monsters of rock festival so Here's my commercial for the Eliminator Deluxe Edition CD-DVD set. If you're a fan of this album, you definitely need to have it. It's got a nice handful of bonus tracks on the CD version, which we're about to play a track from that just here in a second. And it's got the DVD of all the music videos, of course, even TV dinners. And it's got some live performances from the tube also for you British people. Yes. And for everybody, of course, but yes, going back, they played the monsters of rock festival and I was checking the setlist.fm site to see if this was correct. I'm assuming this is the case because it's not listed on setlist. So the CD bonus audio with the live tracks is all stuff from the monsters of rock show, which I believe good friend of the show, Sir Chris Riley. I believe he attended that show. I'm almost positive he did. And I, I'm assuming that's what led to him being just a lifelong ZZ Top fan and a lot of other bands that played that day, I'm sure. If I could put some words in his mouth, but yes. You're doing great work, sir. Keep up the great work. So this one particular track that we're going to feature right here actually is the only of the bonus audio live tracks that is not from Castle Donington. However, it's taken from a performance at the Marquee Club. So I am assuming... ZZ Top played some sort of top secret hush hush speakeasy show to warm up for their big show the next day at Castle Donington at the Marquee Club. That has happened before and after as far as other bands playing Monsters of Rock. So I'm assuming this is the case. I'm assuming this audio is taken from the night before the Monsters of Rock show. This is taken from the Marquee Club, like I said, once again. And it sounds like it, but it's on an official release. So we're going to enjoy it right here. A rare live performance of album track favorite I Got the Six. Thank you. 
One of two great Dusty Hill lead vocals on the classic Eliminator record right there. That was I Got the Six. The other song being Bad Girl, of course. But like I said, we're not featuring that on the show tonight, unfortunately. But I'm glad I was able to bring to you a live, rare performance of I Got the Six. Taken from the Marquee Club out there. Yes, from Dallas to Donington. That's how ZZ Top rolls. And that's how we roll here on Rock Strikes 10. And not that this is just like known for a couple of songs. This album is known for like five songs. Like half the album you can still hear every day on your average standard classic rock radio station. But as far as I could tell, as someone who did not have MTV, this was my first real exposure to anything off of Eliminator. And I wasn't really raised on ZZ Top, so this is really the first big moment they're having for me as well. So I'm just seeing this video here and there, possibly on Radio 1990 on USA. That's probably how I saw it the first time. But then, of course, if I'd go see my grandparents, this video was always on heavy rotation during the years 83 and 84, and rightfully so. The song that really made this album a crossover, Legs. And interesting history with Legs here on just this album. I found out that the original album version is actually longer than the version that most people had after a while because supposedly they just thought the single version was so much better because it was such a successful chart hit they actually wound up replacing on the cd after a while with just the single edit version which is such a weird move to just pivot like that it's just like that's the album version supposed to be longer there's a lot of single edits out there but that's what happened with legs after a while as the edit became the song on the record if you had it on cd So, yeah, weird journey that this album had. And once it finally got remastered properly and everything on Rhino and subsequently here on Warner Rhino, they restored the original album version of Legs back on the record where it belonged. So everything is right in the world with Eliminator once again. But, of course, it being such a huge, successful crossover hit, it's got synthesizers on it, it's a pop hit single. So in that day, if you had a hit pop single you also probably had a 12-inch dance remix of it. And as luck would have it, I might have even played this on the show before, back on one of my New Year's shows. But yes, we are going to do the 12-inch extended dance remix of Legs. So yeah, roll down the windows and enjoy.
There you have it right there, the 8-minute Extendo Super Mega 12-inch dance remix version of Legs. I was reading in the Eliminator Deluxe Special Edition CD booklet right there early on. I didn't know this before. Dusty Hill was talking about how they actually got the original negative of the music video destroyed before it got to post. So they actually had to reshoot the entirety of the Legs video. And when someone asked him about it, he goes... No big deal. I mean, hey, we got to hang out with uh, women and bikers all day, and those are our people, so that was a good day. Hey, I was having fun. So, yeah, they, <laughs> nothing bothers those guys. The absolute definition of tranquillo right there. The great Trace Hombres there, ZZ Top. Yes, there you go. Fun version of Legs. I have that on vinyl, of course. I have the 12-inch vinyl version. You can also find it digitally on said deluxe edition of Eliminator as a bonus track, along with the single edit. So Legs is on the CD three times. Three times in one CD right there. So that ultimately proves that that was the crossover hit on Eliminator. No doubt about that. And you can also find that on the Chrome Smoke and Barbecue box set. One of the best box sets out there, for sure, for my money. One of the box set has a photo flip of them doing the hand gesture right there. You know the hand gesture, right? Okay, yes. If you don't, then wow, you're not living your best possible life. Okay, moving on here. Yes, the next track on here and the last single in video from Eliminator, the often unfairly maligned TV Dinners. I like me some TV Dinners and it's a fun little song. Obviously, it's in that canon of jokey, weird ZZ Top songs and they had a run going for a while there on records where they had these songs, so I appreciate this as part of that canon, along with the Manic Mechanic, Heaven, Helen Houston, stuff like that. So yes, like me some TV dinners, and I just remember, as a lot of us do, going down the YouTube rabbit hole and stuff like that, and I ran into a in-studio live version of this song by this gentleman that we're about to play, and yes, we're going to do another cover version, and I remember going, wow, I never knew this existed. And come to find out that it was the last ever television appearance by this guy before he passed away. So he used it to play one of his big hits, but he also used it to play ZZ Top's TV Dinners. Why? Well, actually, as it turns out, this guy's final album that he ever did actually includes a studio version of TV Dinners. So I was very excited to find all this out. So I, of course, ran down and I was like, I've seen that CD at this store like used in the clearance bin forever went there it was there so i was like yes having a good day right here and i was so happy to grab this cd and i like this guy anyway I, i've quite enjoyed his stuff even more so over the years so yes strap yourselves in we've got one of the all-time great well-dressed handsome blue-eyed soulman here and robert palmer covering zz tops tv dinners check it out
How great was that, huh? Come on, holy shit. That was Robert Palmer doing TV dinners, taken from his album Drive, which unfortunately proved to be his last album. Yeah, Drive 2003, Robert Palmer. Come on, man. That freaking rules. So I hope you enjoyed that. I obviously enjoyed that. So yeah, this is one of the other reasons I was like, I gotta do this episode. If anything, just to bring that song out to my friends and listeners of the show. So yes, know that I am excited for you, even if you did not care to hear TV dinners, but that's what I do. Okay, next song on the album right here is a song I've actually played somewhat recently on the show. I had played the original album version when I did my fun little One Crazy Summer virtual soundtrack on Rock Strikes 10, and this song was in the movie, and I couldn't find anything really super offbeat in the sense of I couldn't find like a notable cover version of it. There, There's some tribute acts out there doing the ZZ Top thing, and they all sound pretty good, actually. I found a French band on like you know a handheld phone doing bad girl i wish i had like a studio or a better sounding version i would have played it on the show but yeah they're out there and there's covers of all these songs out there even people youtubers and stuff like that and this guy i guess is kind of a youtuber but i just ran i just like this is so random i have to play it on the show and i need something to represent dirty dog so here it is simple enough this guy on youtube his name is dj billy ho and Mr. DJ Billy Ho made an instrumental mix of Dirty Dog. So he's helping me out here today. And now you're going to enjoy just on the basis this track right here of Dirty Dog. Enjoy. <laughs>
All right, yes, the tracks only, no vocals, the instrumental version of Dirty Dog right there. So thanks, DJ Billy Ho, for coming up with something different here for the show. Honestly, the when I started doing this episode, when I started tracking everything and pulling the tracks for this retracking, I thought for sure that the last three songs on the album I would not be featuring. Not because they're not good songs, of course. I just didn't think anybody had done anything interesting to them, like cover them, like a notable name doing them, stuff like that. Of course, I knew about the TV Dinners cover, and I assumed that there was going to be some stuff out there for Thug. There is not, and the reason I say that is because Thug got a nice swift kick in the ass about 15 years ago when it was featured on Grand Theft Auto 4, so... I thought for sure there were cover versions out there of No, but there there are not. So finding that instrumental of Dirty Dog, yes, that that's a win for me. And this one was a big fat win. I could not believe that this existed. And we're going to go back once again to our friends across the pond in the freaking UK. Because I, I know, hey, Lemmy of Motorhead, of course, the late, great, iconic Lemmy. He was a big, huge ZZ Top fan. And I remember him saying in multiple interviews that DeGuelo was one of his favorite albums of all time. Matter of fact, it was one of those albums that he was constantly chasing, and he wanted to make an album as good as that. I don't know if Lemmy had an influence on this particular performance coming up here, but it's very possible, considering that this next cover of this song, If I Could Only Flag Her Down, the second-to-last song from Eliminator, I happen to have a version here that was covered by Fast Eddie Clark, who, yes, famously, of course, played with Motorhead. He was the fast of fast way. So finding this cover version, I was like, this is awesome. I, boom, done. Couldn't wait to play it. This actually comes off of a Deadline Cleopatra tribute from the late 2000s called This Is Guitar Gods Volume 2. And man, what a random pull here. But yes, we have it right here for you to play. The very missed Fast Eddie Clark right here with If I Could Only Flag Her Down. Turn it up.
Late Great Fast Eddie Clark right there with If I Could Only Flag Her Down from This Is Guitar Gods Volume 2. I'm going to check out the rest of that, see if I can find some other gems to play on the show for in the future. And with that song, yes, we are kind of done with the Eliminator album. I hate to blue ball you on that, but of course, like I said, you should own that record. I don't care if you're from Texas or not. You must own this record. I am actually, since I'm working on the 1983 shows at some point this year, I am very excited to see where it winds up ultimately on the countdown. It could very well be number one. It could be number five. I, I don't know. I know it's, I'd be super surprised if it wasn't in the top 10, kind of a pre-spoiler, but I'm actually curious to see where it lands because I know there are some massive freaking favorites of mine from 1983. So yes, as I contemplate that, we're going to get to the last song here on the show and since I didn't have anything else to represent the album as far as like unique performances, I figured I'd go back and we'd play one more song that we've already played here on the show from Eliminator. This has always been my personal favorite from the album. And since anytime we do, especially a ZZ Top centric show, or if I play any ZZ Top on my show, we send out a dedication to the late, great Dusty Hill. Man, it's not the same without you, man. We miss you. And yeah, that, that's the main thing right here. And the other reason I say that is because this is a really neat version of this song. It's taken from the Live from Texas show. It's recorded like 10 minutes down the street from my house at a theater in Grand Prairie. It's now called the CU, but it was called the Nokia at the time. But yes, they filmed the Live from Texas DVD, Blu-ray, CD album. It was a secret show basically that they had announced on the radio that day. And I could not get tickets to go see. It was immediate sellout. I think they must have given half the tickets away to like radio stations to hand out. But it was a madhouse apparently. Sold out, hanging from the rafters, nuts to butts, the whole thing. I wish I could have been there. But hey, it's a great show to watch if you can get it on video or even on audio. It's a killer show. And they open up with this song right here, Got Me Under Pressure. we 
Anytime I could ever possibly get away, at least once in my life, playing Got Me Under Pressure twice on the same episode. Also, I do consider that a win. But yes, closing off the show here tonight, that was the band themselves, the little old band from Texas, ZZ Top right there, with a live version of Got Me Under Pressure from Live from Texas. And of course, yes, that's a special version, because that's kind of the version they would start doing live after a while with the trading off of the lead vocals with Billy and Dusty Hill, and I love to hear them singing together. And Dusty just had such a great, rich voice. Definitely a compliment to the nice, scraggly Billy Gibbons vocals right there. Nice, clean soul singing right there from that man as well. So yes, got me under pressure, closing off the show here as we retract the Eliminator record as best as I could. So I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if it got you on the Eliminator album again this week. Because, hey, that's a win in itself. So, yeah. And also, as I alluded to at the top of the show, I am hard at work putting together the countdown for the big 1973 Super Spectacular. I believe there will be some ZZ Top representation on there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, But yes, get ready for that. If I don't have it ready by next week, you'll get another show, at which point I have no idea what that show will be, but I'm hoping it'll at least be entertaining. So until then, stay tuned for my better half, Nola. With the plugs and followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10 and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high quality, soft as heck, next level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris where cinema's trash is treated like treasure, and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business, Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.